Now it's time to pile on with Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast is brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another week of the Take Your Pick Pile On podcast. Olivia Tasley here, not alone in the studio this time. Oh, there you go, Dan. That looked a little less awkward. There, good. Comfortable. Feels great. Olivia what Tasley up? Here. Dan Hicken returns back in the studio with me, but... Of course, obviously, the elephant in the room, Brent Marno's not here. Instead, he's on the road. Let's bring him in live somewhere alongside the Florida road. To? I mean, he's part of the show, right? right. What up, Brent? <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm in Plant City, guys. You know, this is home of Aaron Murray, Dan Hicken. A little fast fact of the day. You got your eye on? I just turned it on. Oh. <laughs> you have to repeat your fast fact. Dan wasn't ready. Come on, Dan. Will you get ready for this thing or what? I mean, I'm sitting on the back of my tailgate, driving back a few hours yeah. uh, from Stream Song, and uh, yeah, my heart, Aaron my heart breaks. Right? My heart breaks for you. <laughs> I wouldn't miss the Take Your Pick podcast, though. That's for sure. That a boy. That a boy. For the people who don't know, Brent and Stuart Weber went on a little this? golfing adventure this weekend. Uh, this week, actually, guys, who won? That's Any right. good news out of there? Tell you who didn't win. Listen, there's Stewart. no reason He's to horrible. ask who won, Olivia. <laughs> Does that mean you lost by a lot? Oh, uh, Stuart lost. Oh, Stuart. Stuart lost. So let's just keep it at that. Surprising, surprising. All it's, right, guys. Uh, it's become apparent that I don't lose very often in the sports department. Ooh, that's a little, oh. little risky there. Well, it's true for the Take Your Pick Pylon podcast because we have quite the matchup. Brent Martineau won this week. 15 to 12. Dan, you got 14 to 13. Okay. Okay. Not terrible. Not terrible. You still only one behind. We got plenty of time. Oh, it's only one month up, in. baby. We're just getting going. We're just getting going. All right, let's start with our college picks for the week. We have 11 new matchups. Are we going to the board? We're going to go to the board. All right. This time I won't stand awkwardly in front of you and Brent. You can stand wherever you like. I'm going to. All right. Don't have to doubt me. All right, here we go. Got it? Am I in the shot? All right, here we go. Brent Martineau, ready. Ohio State and Nebraska with Ohio State. Or, sorry, Nebraska's favored by 17 and a half. Ohio State's favored. Ohio State's. Is yes. that wrong? That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Ohio State's favored by 17 and a half. <laughs> Trust me. 17 and a half. Uh, Ohio State hasn't run into anything, guys. So, I'm going to say Nebraska's going to hold serve for the points. They're not going to win. But Ohio State's been a buzzsaw so far. But this is their first test on the road. Scott Frost will have something up his sleeve. Nebraska covers. Yeah, they barely beat Illinois. Fields has got like 19 touchdowns in one pick. Buckeyes roll the Huskers. Going the Huskers. All right, we move on to Texas A&M and Arkansas with Texas A&M favored by 23 and a half. It's a good rivalry game. I like um, I like Arkansas with the points. Arkansas was horrible last week. I think they lost to San Jose State. But in a rivalry game, I think Arkansas shows a little heart and hangs hangs around with Texas A&M, who hasn't been that great offensively. No, they really haven't. Uh, they were disappointing a week ago, Dan. You're right. But Texas A&M has to get right. Arkansas, man, San Jose State, really, at home, you lose. I like Texas A&M to win. Big, and they'll cover. Oh, okay. Ooh, big. All right. We got Kentucky at South Carolina with South Carolina favored by three. 
Hmm, this one for me. Uh, I'll take uh, South Carolina in a get-right game. They've married—they've uh, married—they've rallied behind Halinski, uh, the quarterback. Given what the newspaper there in the state of South Carolina said, I think this would be a good bounce-back game for him. I'm going to take South Carolina to win the game and cover the spread. I'm a fade the champ guy, so anytime uh, Coach Will's favorite, I'm going with Kentucky. I'm going with the dogs. The cats. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm doing. Close enough. All right. We got ring the bell, Brent and Dan, because we got Mississippi State and Auburn with Auburn favored by 11. Who are you taking? I like uh, I like Mississippi State yeah. with the 11 just because Auburn left it all on the field last week. Big game. They come home. I think Mississippi State hangs around and Auburn wins, but Mississippi State covers. Well, what a stretch for Auburn now, too, because they go win at Kyle Field against Texas A&M. They've got the Gators next week in the swamp. Yeah. And they have this one sandwiched in between. And one of these games, they're not going to play so well. Gators hope it's next week. I think it's probably this week. So I'm going to go with Dan here, and I'm going to ring that bell and take Mississippi State to cover. Oh. Keep that bell ringing. All right, guys, we got a battle with the Carolinas. Clemson and North Carolina with Clemson favored by 26 and a half. As <laughs> in much of a battle, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I like Clemson to win and win big. Unbelievable. This won't even be close. I like Clemson too in that one, and I like Alabama to cover against Ole Miss because Nick Saban hates Ole Miss because Hugh Freeze beat him two years in a row, and he's taken it out on him the last two years. So Alabama, 37 and a half points, Brent, favored over Ole Miss. Lay them all. Yeah, you know, in high school we get the running clock. This would be a running clock game. And Stuart Weber's nervous, Dan, because uh, you won't be there for SEC tonight. I'll be out in Colorado, and we're going to have a whole show <laughs> on 7, at 7 o'clock on CBS 47 because SEC tonight will be an hour this week. They'll oh, get off in time. I like that. <laughs> oh, Weber. Uh, well, thank God he's coming back from vacation. All right, guys, we've got Georgia Tech and Temple with Temple favored by nine and a half. Oh, man. Gosh, it's right. I mean, Georgia Tech, what's the – I guess I got to get it right. It'll take a little bit. But uh, I'm going to say Georgia Tech covers here. I don't like nine and a half favored by Temple. Uh, Jeff Collins against his old team, don't forget. So that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll ride with Temple. I think they are mad at their coach. I think they take it out on him for leaving. So I'll take Temple. And then I'll take NC State uh, plus the six against FSU. couple reasons. Number one. Um, FSU's no good. Number two, I hate them. <laughs> that inner Gators talking, guys. <laughs> That's awesome. I like That's that. great. I like it. Uh, yeah. uh, NC State. Yeah, NC State's not very good. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Knowles here just because you hate them and I want to love them for okay. a week and uh, pick up an easy win. I like the rivalry. All right, guys, we got UConn at UCF with the Knights favored by 43. I need to check that spread. That seems Holy a little high. Cow. A little high. I don't, it's UCF. Think, I don't think UCF's for yeah. I, I don't know. But regardless, I'd still lay the points. UConn's terrible. Throw me the ball. Jello. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, UConn's really not good. Dan, nice catch. Um, <laughs> I'll say UCF. Now they're going to go thump everybody else. So I'll take the Knights to win like 56 to 3. Okay. We like it. All right, how about SMU and my USF Bulls, even though they're not doing so hot. But they got a win last week, so throw that up. S uh, SMU, yeah, favored by seven SMU's and a half. SMU's good now. You got to get over the rush. Yeah, SMU's a pretty good team. I mean, oh God. yeah, they got uh, – <laughs> uh, watch out, everybody. The, the Dangerous equipment tonight. is expensive. <laughs> um, I like SMU here. They're undefeated, by the way. I don't know if you know that, Dan Hicken. 
I do. They got that Texas transfer, right? A quarterback. I'm just going to, you know, I don't have any confidence. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose this, but because Olivia's here and she's done such a good job, and because Kerwin Bell, my buddy's down there, I'm going with USF. I like it. But I'm not confident. I'm not confident I'll, either, but I'm lay, still going to throw up the yeah, horns, guys. I'll lay, I'll lay the 35 and a half. I always take the Gators. Boom. Gators, no, Gators are playing are Towson. Can they score 35 and a half? Sure they can. No, no, this is, by the way, Towson's going to cover this, Dan. You told me, Towson's pretty good. They are Watch pretty good. Gators. They got a huge stretch coming up. They're not going to get beat, but they're not going to cover 35 and a half. This will be a lazy game, a lethargic game for the Florida Gators. You know who Towson's quarterback is? Is Joe Flacco's little brother. Ooh. Nice little yeah, nugget. Yeah, I like that. A little nugget for you. A little nugget for you. All right, guys, that up, wraps up the college pick. Let's begin the NFL matchups with the Thursday night game against the... Fly, Eagles fly, and the Green Bay Packers with the Packers favored by four. Wow, I'm going to start here, Dan, for us. Uh, Green Bay plays well at home, of course. Thursday night football, I love the home team. The Eagles are a little bit desperate, and this is going to be a storyline that the Eagles are about to go to one and three. So I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers. I like Green Bay, too. All right, Green Bay is going to yep. go undefeated still. All right, moving on. We have Lamar Jackson and crew. They will invite the Browns on Saturday at 1 p.m. Guys, Sunday. what do you got? Maybe we'll do it Sunday. Sunday? What did I say? Saturday. Oh. I think they play on Sunday. I think they play on Sunday. I like, uh, Olivia, I like um, sevens a lot. Browns are getting a little ornery. Oh, uh, the Ravens lost last week. I'm going to go, lay the seven and go with Baltimore. Uh, nah, this is a close game in the NFL. I like Cleveland. Uh, they'll cover the points. They won't win, but they'll cover the points. All right, moving on. Dan, your Buffalo Bills might get their first L of the season when they take on the Patriots. What do you the mean? Patriots favored by seven. What do you mean? Uh, Tom Brady's only 30-3 and three against Buffalo. That's true. I but mean, Vegas doesn't like them. Yeah, I know. Vegas, Vegas is against you, but what you got? You want me to pick? I'm going to go with yeah. uh, give me the points in Buffalo. All right. I think I think Belly needs to throw a game. He always yeah. does in September. Maybe this is the he one. He does. He usually does that. You're right. <laughs> and they've played nobody now. The Patriots, I mean, the Patriots are good because they're the Patriots, but the Patriots have played absolutely nobody. So uh, uh, I'll take the Patriots, though, to win by more than a touchdown on the road. Yeah, Brent's going to stick with his always pick the Patriots rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Rule. It's a good rule. We got the Honolulu Blue of the Detroit Lions taking on the red of the Kansas City Chiefs with the Chiefs favored by six and a half. Now, this is an interesting game right here, Dan. Uh, you know, the Chiefs uh, The Chiefs are obviously unstoppable on offense, it appears. The Lions are 2-0-1 quietly. Matt Patricia's defense not playing too bad. Uh, Kansas City's defense, eh. I'm going to take the points with the Lions in a surprise pick. My upset of the week is that they at least cover against the Chiefs. Uh, no, I had the Eagles last week against the Lions, and they screwed me, so now I don't like the Lions, so I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> fair. That's fair. All right, guys, we're going to move on with our next pick. We got the L.A. Chargers, and, hey, big breaking news out of there with Melvin Gordon ending his holdout. Very good. And, uh, unfortunately, the Miami Dolphins – still winless in the season and it's probably going to keep going on because the Chargers are favored by 15 and a half. Woo. I like an easy uh, game, right? Easy easy game for the Chargers. Yeah. 15 and a half's a lot though, man. 
Uh, but you know what? Miami played pretty good last week, and they lost by 25. So I'll take the Chargers. All right. Easy enough. Oh, did Brent pick? Yeah, he said easy game for the Chargers. Oh, right, Brent? okay. Yeah. Pick, yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. the Chargers? Yeah. All right, guys. I got guys. the Chargers. Yeah, Miami's going out west after they went to Dallas. All right, talking about struggling teams, Actually, another struggling Miami, team. isn't it? It's in Miami, yes. so you know. Oh, uh, okay. You want to change uh, or you good? I'd still take the Chargers, sorry. All right. I'd still take the Chargers. All right, no, guys, I'm another good. struggling team with the Washington Redskins and the New York Giants. Hey, oh. how about this team with their backup quarterback? Oh, gosh, i got to dodge a football during this podcast. All right. <laughs> Yeah, Dan, you work on your uh, receiving skills, and I'll pick the New York Giants. My man Daniel Jones looking good. They don't have Saquon Barkley now. Keep an eye on that storyline. But uh, I like Jones to keep the momentum up with the New York Giants. Yeah, I like the Giants, too. I watched Washington a lot on Monday night against the Bears, and they're not very good, like, like really bad, like could challenge the, the Dolphins bad. And I think those two teams played this year, so that should be a fun one. Uh, so I, I like the Giants, too. I'll take the Giants. Right, take the Giants at three. And what's his new nickname? Daniel Dimes? Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Kind of what they call me. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to do the Seahawks and the Cardinals with the Seahawks favored by five. Yeah, listen, uh, Arizona hasn't impressed yet under Kyler Murray. I mean, he's had some moments, but they're just not a very good football team. Uh, that's pretty clear. And I think Murray's going to be fun to watch. Seattle hasn't been super impressive, but they need to win after losing to the Saints at home. I think they'll be all business. They usually get better as the year goes along. I like the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I do too. I, I was riding Kyler Murray a little bit last week. I think he completed like 30 passes, but only for like 170 yards. I was not impressed. Uh, Jadavian Clowney hasn't gotten going for Seattle. Uh, they lost a tough one at home to the Saints. I think Seattle bounces back. And, uh, boy, home dog, but I'll, I'll go with Seattle. Give me those five. Or lay those five. Lay those five. There you go. All right, guys, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks taking a very long commute over to the L.A. Rams, where the Rams are favored by 10. Who's up? Me? Uh, I'll take – I'll take uh, – I will go with – a little slow on the gun by me. My bad. <laughs> it's that little delay thing. Don't worry about it. All right, I'll go with Tampa. I'll go with, I'll go with Tampa. All right, I'll take the Rams. Uh, I, I haven't been a believer in the Rams, but they look pretty good against Cleveland. I think they get the offense untracked a little bit. I think the Rams win in a shootout, but they win by 10. All right, easy enough. All right, we got the Minnesota Vikings traveling to the Chicago Bears and the Bears defense. They're good. Man, they're good. I'm excited for that game. Bears favored by two and a half. Well, here's the deal, guys. Uh, I think this could be a six to three game. So I'm going to take uh, Chicago to win it, even though I don't like Chicago in field goals. But I think <laughs> Chicago's going to get it done with their defense. I got the Vikings in the playoffs. I need them to step up. I think Dalvin Cook and the Vikings will run it a little bit against Chicago's defense. I'm not impressed with Trubisky. I, you know, he threw three touchdowns the other night, but two of them were like one-yard little rollouts. I, I'm going to take Minnesota. I think it's time for Kirk Cousins to prove his worth and his medal and the Vikes to get a big road win. I like it. I like it. All right, guys, moving on. We got the Dallas Cowboys and the Saints with the Cowboys going to NOLA, and the Cowboys are favored by two and a half. And I'll lay those two and a half. Um, I think Teddy Bridgewater comes back to earth a little bit. Dallas, good team. I'll take Dallas. 
Hey, here's the deal, Dan. I, I think you're right about your assessment of that, and I really like Dallas. So you know I have them as my Super Bowl team. But uh, I think I think this is one of those games that I mean, you don't go undefeated in the NFL. So this is one hiccup for the Dallas Cowboys. I like the Saints to win this game. Oh, I like that. Good for you, Brett Barno. Interesting, interesting. All right, guys. What do we got next? We got the Monday night football game with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Steelers with the Steelers favored by four. The NFL owes uh, an God, apology to ESPN. Yeah, for that this thing. is. Oh, gosh. Uh, give me the Bengals. Well, last <laughs> week they had the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me the Bengals. Uh, who's up? What are they? Steelers are favored? Uh, nah, Steelers got to win sooner or later, man. Yeah. Mike Tomlin will get them going. Steelers will win. Mason Rudolph. I'm not sold on him. So I'll take Dalton over Rudolph. <laughs> All right, Steelers will get their first win of the season, according to these two guys, and Bengals will still be winless. No, I'm taking the Bengals. Oh, you're taking the Bengals? Yep. Oh. Plus the points. Okay. Well, Good thanks. listening, Olivia. Sorry, Olivia, I'm very distracted. There's a lot going I, on. He doesn't write these down correctly half the time, and I think that's why I'm That's probably why you're losing, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a look at the AFC South standings where, hey, they're not too terrible, right? I mean, we got two tied for first with the Texans and the Colts, and the Jags moved up after Hard beating the Titans. Hard charging Jaguars, yes. There we go. Let's keep it going. Let's keep moving up. We're going to start with the Raiders and the Colts, with the Colts favored by six and a half. I get frustrated. I get frustrated with the uh, Raiders because they're my wild card pick and they're playing cruddy. Uh, and the Colts look so good, but I think the Colts come back. Uh, Colts win, but six and a half is a lot. I'll take Raiders with the points. Yeah, I think the Raiders are pretty bad. Uh, they're not. They're not going anywhere. Uh, Colts have been impressive. You got to give them credit. Frank Reich, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, they might be the team to beat in the AFC South. That might be a real thing. So uh, even without Andrew Luck, I'll take the Colts. All right, guys, we're going to go down to Houston in our next pick, where the Carolina Panthers, no Cam Newton. Remember, he's out indefinitely. Kyle Allen will take over, and uh, Vegas doesn't like it, so they're going to go with Houston, favored by four and a half. Dan, we need some Jaguars help here. We need, like, Carolina to go in there and win, and then the Jags beat Carolina, you know, in some of these yeah. late games with the AFC South, but I don't see it happening. You know, I think uh, Kyle Allen will come back to earth a little bit, and – Deshaun Watson's just way better, so let's go Houston Texans. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Uh, Houston and Watson really played well last week against the Chargers, and I, Carolina, Kyle Allen was a great story, four touchdowns, no picks, but I don't think he's going to do it two weeks in a row. Easy enough. All right, we're going to take our next pick, and I'm going to go with Marcel Robinson on this pick because the Falcons are taking on the Titans, and the Falcons are favored by four. We, we got a lot going oh, on. Dan's still catching yeah, passes. Yeah, Dan's still practicing. Sorry. I'll take the Falcons to beat the Tennessee Titans, although it might be wishful thinking, because this is one of those games where, like, Tennessee surprisingly wins. But uh, I'm still taking the Falcons. Falcons, were they, they uh, lost to the Colts. Aren't they, like, 1-2? and two? They're at 8-18. Eight and they bounce back. Matt Ryan gets it done. Falcons win. Little Marcel appearance there here. Goes. There you go. Fly away. There you go. Keep going. Good job. Go Freddie, go. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, guys, we're going to take our next pick with our Jacksonville Jaguars and the Denver Broncos. Broncos are favored by three. Hey, big news. Jalen Ramsey not returning to the team anytime soon because his second daughter's on the way. That just came down. Congratulations. Yeah. That is wonderful news. For I mean, Jaylen. dad news. Love it. Love it. Love it. 
Yeah, I'm definitely love it. By the way, here's the, uh, if you're just catching on, here's the statement from Doug Marone. Months ago in the offseason, Jalen notified me that he was expecting the birth of his second child in late September. We spoke about this recently and again today after practice decided that it was best for Jalen to fly to Nashville tonight after meetings to be with his family during the birth of their daughter. He will return to the team when he's ready. We will provide an update at that time. I wonder if uh, Jalen... Uh, told them that he might request a trade, by the way, way back in the spring and summer, too. <laughs> so, uh, who knows? What a bizarre situation this has become. And, hey, uh, congratulations to Ramsey uh, when this does happen. And nothing wrong with being, uh, being a good dad and being back home with that part of it. It's just a wild two weeks in the world of Jalen Ramsey. I, uh, Dan, I'm going to homer up here a little bit. I like the way Jags looked last week, and Denver's struggling. Uh, why not? I'll go with the Jags. Yeah, I, you know, this is, this is a, to me, it's like an identity game for the Jags. Like, if the Jags are who they think and want to be, they go out to Denver and they beat an 0-3 Broncos team, right? They go and take it to them uh, and show, you know what, because if we're going to be a playoff team, you don't lose to the Broncos when they're 0-3. You know, you don't fall to 1-3. And, and yet, on the flip side of that, I got Miller and Chubb with no sacks, and something tells me they're going to get some sacks, and... I don't know. At home, they're going to be like we were last Thursday. So three points, I'll, yeah, I'll go different. I'll take the Broncos. Hope I'm wrong. I made some really bad picks yeah. on this podcast, so I expect <laughs> you to have a better lead. I haven't, I haven't really, you know, put too much. Too, uh, yeah, not a good effort by me. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, I have a question for both of you because yeah. I keep hearing this debate. I keep hearing this debate over and over again. Mile high stadium, altitude, climate change, everything. Yes. How much is that in effect for this game for the Jaguars? Marcel Darius said today, uh, climb a flight of stairs, see how you feel. That's, you know, I mean, it, it's real. It's, it's noticeable. And uh, uh, Marone actually told a story that when he's with the Dolphins and they went to Denver, Shula made him run when they got off the plane to get him somewhat acclimated, which, you know, I don't know if it worked or not, but the Dolphins were were uh, coached by Shula, so probably did work. But nonetheless, um, get your cardio in this week and uh, have some oxygen on that sideline. <laughs> get the oxygen But it makes a difference. Yeah, it makes listen, a difference. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a real thing. Just like the heat and humidity for teams that come down in September and play the Jags, it's a real thing. It can take your breath away a little bit. But it usually isn't, I don't think, a deciding factor. I think you, you, you mentally get ready for it. You're, you can't get completely ready for it. But at the end of the day, you go play football, and football out on the field still decides the football game. You're my mile high, Brent. You take my breath away. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Love the compliments on this. All right, guys, that'll end it for this week's podcast. That's it. That's it. We that did it. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that one. All right, we got some teases to go through. Hey, we got well, I got one for you. Hey, we should. this should be like a bonus question, guys. All right. Th so okay. is Jalen Ramsey not going to play on Sunday? No way. No, he has a kid on the way. No way. And you know what? Uh, uh, Schefter got it right, the ESPN guy, uh, because he said it would take a miracle. Yeah, and, he did. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too, and I'd heard, Let me go, I'd heard that his uh, girlfriend was expecting a child and that that possibly could become a, could become a situation. So um, I would think, yeah, listen, he missed a week of training camp when his first daughter was born, so I can't imagine he'll be playing Sunday. I'd be shocked if he did. In fairness, by the way, Kyle Van, 
Kyle Van Noy just missed a game for the Patriots. James White just missed a game for the Patriots. This is not unprecedented. So, again, it's just on top of everything. The timing is probably ironic more than anything else with the flu sure. and the mm -hmm. injury and the and now the birth of a baby. But it's not it's notable because of what's going on. Um, it, and, and, by the way, Schefter was on the money about it. But I think they kind of knew this was in the works since probably early Sunday because Schefter started tweeting about the absence at practice on Monday, right. the possibility of not being there. Would be an upset if he's there. So this has been in the works all week from Jalen Ramsey's camp. This didn't just come up today. This has been in the works. And I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just been in the works that he wasn't likely going to be here for practices later this week and now most likely the game on Sunday. Yep. So we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. But, yeah, I don't think he plays at all. Olivia, do the teases. Do the teases. All right, guys. We got a countdown to kick off on yeah. Sunday. Brent Martineau going from golfing to the mountains, going yeah. to Mile High. How about that? Sunday AM, 11.30. Brian, you got to wake up early. Uh, then we got game coverage yes. all the way at 4.25 p.m. Brent, right. you got to stay up. It's a long day for you. And then we got post-game coverage on the Action News Jacks mobile app and Facebook page right here. Tune in for that. Dan will be in studio. Brent will be talking to the players and the head coach. Then... First, right, tomorrow. One last thing, guys. One last thing. I'm at McDonald's. We're in the parking lot, okay? So before I go, it's getting buggy out here. What should I order from McDonald's? Like, what's your go-to meal from McDonald's? I uh, haven't had fast food in about three years. Quarter pounder with cheese, please. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No Big Mac. Okay. I'm going with the nuggets. Ooh, All what right. about the Impossible Whopper? You, you should try that. All right. See you, Brent. <laughs> We'll say bye to Brent. Guys, tomorrow, grab your friends, grab some pizza, and let's talk football because Calais Campbell and Josh Allen are heading oh. to Mellow Mushroom tomorrow. Sounds like I'm just setting people up on a double date. But, hey, even better, we have Jaguars All Access. Come on out, Mellow Mushroom at 7 or tune in at Fox 30 on 7. Well done. Thank you. And we'll do it. That's it. We'll see you next week. Okay. Thanks, Olivia. Hopefully you did better, Dan. Hopefully. Hopefully. You've been listening to Action Sports Jack's Pile On with Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Today's sports podcast has been brought to you locally by Jenkins Hyundai of Jacksonville. Welcome to the family.